I just have this talent for falling in love with the wrong guy in the wrong place at the wrong time. How many guys were there? Three. The last one was the manager of a finance company back home in Pittsburgh. They found a little shortage in his accounts, but he asked me to wait for him. And do you feel like you are unlucky in romance? That's from an older movie, The Apartment. Do you find that you keep dating somebody and that someone that's just like the one before and you keep repeating the same problems again? Maybe it's the way you're picking. Maybe people camouflage well and they present as healthier than they actually are. Let's say that you keep ending up with alcoholics and uh, you're not looking for one and the person says they never drink and you didn't know they were a closet alcoholic. So sometimes people camouflage that. Uh, How do you find out about a potential partner's character? If you want to know how to choose the right partner, you need to know how to judge people well, how to look for the right information, and how not to be blindsided. And you can read all about this in a book that I wrote with Dr. Ed Locke. It's a book on romance from soup to nuts, how to make yourself lovable, how to choose the right partner how to enjoy sex, how to resolve conflict, how to keep love going over many years, how to sustain it and keep it vibrant, and also an appendix, how to part ways if you cease being soulmates and uh, find love for yourself again. And that you can get at SelfishRomance.com, S-E-L-F-I-S-H Romance.com. And I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. It's an opportunity for you to think twice. You may be thinking you're doing everything right, going over out of your way to please your partner. And the more you do, the more you feel taken advantage of. And that is not a win-win situation. That's a win-lose situation because you're eventually going to feel increasingly more resentful. And that doesn't, that doesn't bode well for a long-term relationship or a happy long-term relationship. Many people stay together and they fake to the outer world that things are hunky inside their marriage and many other people split up and um, wreck a lot of havoc for themselves and for kids if they have kids Uh, and you want to avoid all of that and thinking clearly can help you avoid that and that's one of the many things you can call me about I'm a clinical psychologist as I mentioned and you can I'll give you my number you can write it down and if you you have any questions for me uh, you can think about them and then pick up the phone and give me a call toll-free 1-877-DR-KENNER that's toll-free 1-877-DR-K-E-N-N-E-R and visit my website drkenner.com for articles I've written and books I recommend and even a podcast of the show Are you afraid to speak out? Maybe you are reading the papers, watching the news, and it just feels dismal. Or you look at your financial, maybe your stocks, and you see them dropping every day. Or maybe whatever investments you did have are shrinking, or you can't pay the bills anymore, and that never happened to you. And you just don't know how to speak out. If you can speak out, if you do more harm speaking out, you might hear some corrupt politicians in your town. Maybe they pass some irrational legislation that is going to put a crimp on you, tax you more. You work hard and you get taxed more. What if you get to the point where you say, I can't do anything, and then 
it gets worse and worse and then you look at it and you say oh my god I wish I had spoken up it's too late how do you break through now and give yourself a voice well later in the show I will be talking with an expert who gave herself a voice she's going to teach us how to speak up for your healthy values she's Lynn Zinzer she's the vice president of the Ayn Rand Center for Individual Rights and she knows the psychological benefits of acting on your values. If you value freedom, give yourself a chance to fight for it. You may find that you're better than you ever thought you could be. And um, and again, I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and the show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. Here is a question that I received from Joe. Now, you know, from time to time, we get traumatized, and many times we know what the trauma is. Maybe you're in a car accident, and you're afraid to get back in a car. I, I had a friend, uh, an acquaintance once, who was in an airplane accident, and he deliberately got back in the plane. It was his own little plane, not a, not a commercial air, airline. And he deliberately took lessons, got back in the plane again, so he wouldn't carry that fare for life. Well, many of us don't fly planes. I certainly don't. Uh, but what happens if you're traumatized? Here is a situation. What if you're traumatized and you don't know where it came from? How do you find out what might have caused it. This is from Joe. Dear Dr. Kenner, this may sound crazy, but I get extreme nausea whenever I hear a certain song. It has happened at least two dozen times. Okay, it's 24 times going here. Even if the song is in the ba- on in the background and I'm not listening, a sudden wave of nausea and sometimes a headache ensue. The song is Keep Your Hands to Yourself by the Georgia Satellites. I'm not sure if, as a youngster, the song was playing while I was on an amusement park ride or what. But it isn't an intermittent problem. It happens every time. I was wondering if you had any idea why or what I could do to get over it. I I heard it probably for two seconds about three hours ago, and I'm still feeling sick. Thanks, Joe. Joe, you don't want to beat up on yourself. What you want to do is figure it out. I think it's fascinating the idea that amusement park ride came to your mind. You may not be able to trace it back to its origins, but why not give it a shot? You have an amusement park ride or what? Now, the nausea is explainable. When, when we get nervous, we trigger our autonomic nervous system. And one branch of that, the sympathetic branch, which you don't need to know in detail, triggers, it releases adrenaline and cortisol. And one of the effects it has on us, besides sweating and uh, tensing our body muscles, is that we can feel nauseous. We don't have time to digest food, so the digestive system shuts down and because uh, we, we're in a fight-or-flight mode, and we feel nauseous. And so that's just telling me that there's some anxiety that you're hiding someplace. Place. And that song is a is a clue to it. Now, I actually went on the web and listened to the song and wanted to do a West Coast swing to it. So it isn't a bad song. I mean, it's a little harder than I, more edgy, but you know, it's still, I could do a West Coast swing to that. So it's not the song itself. It's your, whatever happened in association with that song. And that, that can happen all the time. I had, I've had people come into my office who've been abused. They smell cologne from maybe somebody who works in my office, a man's cologne and they go oh my god I'm feeling anxious or nauseous and it's just the cologne that triggered it because their abuser happened to wear that cologne uh the same with me I can hear a sports game going on and most people would say "Ooh, ooh where's the tv and I hear a sports go- game going on and I get very 
closed in. I triggers my autonomic nervous system. I get angry and I, I just get really anxious. And that's because I was surrounded. My father listened to the games forever and they were his teams were always losing and he would get angry. So I just didn't like the games. So understand its cause. Um, you can get therapy for it. You, you can recalibrate your emotions. Uh, play a different song for yourself or think about that song differently. But try to find out its source because hopefully it's not abuse. Hopefully it's just an amusement park ride that scared you. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. When I entered my marriage, I left my true self at the door. Now I don't even know who I am anymore. My girlfriend doesn't want to make anyone mad. I never know how she truly feels. And I'm clueless when it comes to pleasing her sexually. She won't express what she likes. How many lose themselves in a romantic relationship, feeling unimportant, taken for granted? Or perhaps they lie or cheat and think their partner should forgive and forget. I am Dr. Ellen Kenner, clinical psychologist and co-author with Dr. Edwin Locke of the Romance Guidebook, The Selfish Path to Romance. Provocative title? I know. By selfish, we mean the self-valuing, self-nurturing way to romance. You never want to lose yourself in a relationship. You want to create a win-win partnership to value your own and each other's goals and dreams. Discovering how to be true to yourself in a romantic partnership is learnable and key to romantic happiness. Check out our book with its daring title, The Selfish Path to Romance, at Amazon or SelfishRomance.com.